you want to live a life of freedom and adventure? Are you wanting more than the daily grind? Me too. Welcome to The Emma Lovell Show, a place where we talk about living a life you love now. I'm your host, Emma Lovell, and my number one value is freedom. I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world, and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too. It's possible and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well. This podcast will inspire, motivate, and encourage you to go after your dreams, to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel, and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges, and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways and skies where I work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on Yugambeh country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. Welcome to today's episode. I have been so excited to do this one almost a little too excited maybe and I might have built it up to be a bit too much of a big thing you know where sometimes you care about something so much that you're like oh it has to be perfect it has to be amazing it has to be I have to include everything I have to tell you everything there is to know about frequent flyer points but the reality is I don't know everything um I'm not going to be able to cover everything the episode would go too long it would be too annoying I don't want to just read out a list to you. I want it to be practical and helpful and just to share what I have done um, to, yeah, to achieve platinum status with Virgin Australia and to really make the most of frequent flyer points. So I want to tell you the pros, the cons, um, what's worked for me and how you can do it too. So I am, yes, I'm a Velocity Frequent Flyer member. And I have been for a very long time, but I actually have to declare I was not loyal for a long time. I, um, I it, was, it was actually 10 years ago, uh, 2013, I remember making a real stance against it. And people used to say to me all the time because of all the amount of travel I did, you must have so many frequent flyer points. And I always said no, because I would book the cheapest fare. Um, I booked through travel agents. I booked through a travel agent when I was um, 20 and I went overseas, went to Mexico to study for six months. And I booked with this amazing travel agent. His name was Jerry through STA student travel. And then I booked with him until, until COVID. So it was a long time. And unfortunately, obviously what happened there. So for like 10 years, I was booking with Jerry and I was just told him to book me the cheapest fare. Sometimes he would push back on me and say like, let's do the best layover as well as like a cheaper option, but also the best layover. Now, the problem with the cheapest fare is that this is what you don't see and I don't see. There's not just economy, premium economy, business first class, especially in international airfares. There's also um, letters attached to that. So there's a class of fare. So I only learned this, unfortunately, when I flew to Singapore with Singapore, uh, sorry, I flew to Sri Lanka, which is amazing because I'm going back to Sri Lanka at the end of 2024 for my incredible retreat. Um, so yeah, I flew Singapore Airlines because they were a partner airline of Virgin so that I could earn good points. I'd seen for many years that my dad had done very well with frequent flyer points. Um, he's a Qantas member 
And actually, because he was CEO, um, all the business points basically went to him. So a, a business can't earn, well, that's not true. A business can't earn points. A business can't use points. So it has to be allocated to a person. And so um, dad would get the points. And then so he also had the like highest status um, because the amount he flew and so as well. So um and, you know, obviously as well, if you buy a first class fare, business class fare, premium economy fare, you get more points uh, and more status for flying those. Anywho, so I flew Virgin thinking uh, Singapore Airlines because they're a partner of Virgin thinking I'd get all these points. And when I followed it up, when I got back, they said, well, no, because it was a J class fare. I'm meaning a sale fare and that within this certain prize like ticket that I wouldn't be eligible for points. And I just made a, st- a stance at that point and said, stuff you guys, I don't care about loyalty with you or any other airline. Like what's the point if you have to know all these ins and outs and it, it continues to be true, to be honest, you really have to know what you're doing and it, you have to play the game. So you might decide it's not worth it. For me, it's absolutely been worth it, but um, you do have to read read into it, your T's and C's and look into it. Um, after that, my gorgeous friend started working for Virgin Australia and I was put onto her account. And so I used to get buddy fares. And so I could fly to America for $400 return. I could fly business class for $1,000 return. I could fly in Australia for like $75, basically anywhere, uh, or $50, I think it was. Um, so I was on her account for a year or two. And then I got changed to, I got a buddy pass. I used to get buddy passes. So she would have a certain allocation of tickets. Um, so I could just go in and book myself flights. So I didn't earn points when I was doing that. So I preferred flying Virgin, of course, because I had that benefit, uh, but I'd like pop up and down to Sydney and Melbourne and wherever for 75 bucks. So that was my life for a long time. I mean, pretty much she was there till 2019. So I had that perk and then obviously COVID happened. I think we got some good points, um, with Qantas. So I, I would still have the accounts. I think you always have the accounts and I would earn the, the accounts. But I just found that, one, the points, like to buy anything with the points was so ridiculous. Um, I used to have a credit card where it gave me points and that was great for Virgin. I used to use those whenever I could. Um, and basically my thing was always, and it, it was true again with um, COVID, I'm not a big one for storing up points. I see these people with millions of points in their accounts something like COVID happens um, or like an airline like Virgin, which nearly went bust, you lose all of that. So I'm a big one for use them as you go, um, use them to help you now. And um, I also do a lot of points plus pay. I find it a lot better way to use the points to reduce the cost of the fare. Um, and then I also weigh it up. Sometimes it's like, you know, when the, the fares is $79, I go, is it worth me paying 8,000 points plus $45? No, it's probably better for me to do um, $79 up front. I get the points as well. I get the status credits as well. Um, and I'll save those points for a time when I really need them. In an ideal world, I would probably, I would I wanted to have like 20,000 points because that was kind of a full paid ticket, pretty much almost full paid. I mean, 30,000 would be a return flight to Sydney. Like they, they, they act like they're really cheap, but they're like, you can get a reward seat from 7,000, uh, 6,900 6, points. Mm-hmm. You can get a reward seat for 6,900 points with Virgin, but you also have to pay $45 uh, to get a full ticket. The cheapest, cheapest one is 11,000 points. So just to keep that in mind. So let's say if I kept 22,000 points, 
I could basically get a free flight, return flight, if I had to get down to Sydney quickly and I didn't have cash. So I tried to do that. But my account, I'm looking at it right now, is currently at 3677 I'm trying to save up about 15000 uh, so that I can get some free flights for me and Matt to go down to Sydney for a concert in Feb. So that's how I work it. I know also that I'm about to get a bunch of uh, points that I'm chasing, unfortunately, through a partner airline. So unfortunately, this is the problem when you fly partner airlines. United Airlines was amazing. Um, Air Canada, we had to chase a little bit, but they came through pretty well. But Singapore, you have to have the Chris Flyer account. Um, the points go to Singapore first and then you have to transfer them back. So I'm trying to weigh up if it's it might be worth me if I continue to fly Singapore quite a bit. I'm going to leave the points there and I'll end up using them for upgrades in the future. That's the best use of them. So anyway, I've jumped a few steps here. So why did I start caring about frequent flyer points? Well, it was 2020. Um, yeah, we'd had some good points with Qantas. So I stored those up, saved those up, used them for some things. But um, then I uh, I think I just left them actually. And I didn't care at all. I just didn't care. One of my good friends, Ken, so I'm all about Virgin. He's all about Qantas. And we have these, we love frequent flyers. We talk about all the hacks. So he knows Qantas and he's really great at that. I can give you a few tips on Qantas, but I know a lot more about Virgin because I've committed to it. So my first tip is commit to an airline. Uh, commit to an airline and commit to an airline group. So Virgin is the um, Star Alliance and they have uh, Singapore, Qatar, Air Canada, United, um, I think Hawaiian. Oh, they've got a bunch of others. I can go on their website and have a look, uh, as can you. But there's quite a few airlines, uh, but the major ones, like it's good to have a few major ones. So internationally, Singapore are going to fly most places. Oh, Emirates, of course, they have Emirates. Um, so that's uh, a big one. Oh, no, they don't. That's a lie. They have Etihad. Sorry. Ed Emirates is Qantas. Etihad. You forgive me. They're the same. Um, they're both UAE. Um, so I'm really keen to fly Etihad because I've flown them in the past and they're a beautiful airline and we'd get points as well. So anywho, uh, yeah, 2020, obviously we weren't doing a lot of travel. 2021, I think I started to do a bit more travel. 22, 22, I was doing a lot more. And then all of a sudden I got in the post, I booked up a few flights um, I always still did that, like points, use up the points as I got them. Um, but I wasn't really paying attention. Turns out there was a double status credits thing. Now, if you ever see a double status credits thing and you know you've got some trips coming up, book during that time. Book during that time because double status credits adds things up really quickly. So apparently um, during that time when I booked up those flights, double the double status credits, I got silver. And so then I went and looked at it and I was like, okay, well, there's silver. Silver to gold from the time where I was at wasn't that hard. I also then realized that I could, because Matt and I were now in a relationship, I could family pool. Now, if you are in a family or you have someone you could pool with, that is the biggest hack I could offer. I managed to pool Matt's points um, and status credits were the most important into my account. So earning status credits from him as well has been the game changer. And at the time I had 410 and I think I only had about a month in which to get the gold. And I wasn't at that time willing to fly to get it, but I do know people and I would in the future, if it got to it, fly to keep it. To say, if you fly to Cairns, return business, it's one of the biggest status credit earners you can get. Um, so I know someone who recently did a flight to Sydney business class just so they could keep their platinum status. And I tell you what, once you got it, you don't want to let go of it. Um, 
So, yeah, I wanted to get the gold. So we did this transfer, but then the status credits didn't come over. And so I challenged them on it. They're not, they said, you're meant to start pulling from the time you, from when you transfer onwards, like not from when you pull, not from you don't get transfer. So I argued it and said, well, points, the points are now redundant. So my husband will never get to use those points and the status credits are redundant. He'll never get, well, the points he could use, the credit credits he couldn't. He's never going to get to earn the gold now because it's all going to come to me. That's just a waste um, and that's not fair. And so it was only 90 credits I needed. And so they ended up honouring what I said, which is amazing. Thank you, Virgin. And so and then I ticked over gold. And so once you got gold, gold to platinum, um, you know, then I had a year to get it. Again, it wasn't the biggest jump. Um, we added in, uh, we just, I ended up doing a lot of the status credits. I kept an eye on it, earning through Matt. And then once Finn turned two, I started earning with him too. Uh, so I actually ended up, uh, we had a couple of weeks to go. My, my renewal date is February. We had a couple of weeks to go. We were going on our United Airlines flight. And the best thing about platinum or gold, gold, you get 75% more points. Platinum, you get 100% more. So you're essentially getting double points. And for an international flight, that's a lot. So on the way to America, my husband and son earned 7,000 points each. I earned 14,000 points. And on the way back, I earned another 14,000 points. From that trip alone, for us going, uh, we flew a couple of places in America, to America and a couple of places within America, we earned close to 60,000 points from that trip alone. 60,000, like 28,000 each way and then some within the interim, like that's huge. And then the status credits, we earned more than um, over half that we you need 800 status credits to keep platinum for the following year. We earned over 400 status credits just on that flight alone for the three of us. So that meant we were already halfway there within the first month of my platinum year. So I'm actually now at 1600 status credits. If you earn over 500 over what you are required, you can then gift gold to someone. So I earned that and I'm going to be gifting it to my brother, which feels amazing so that he and his wife can be um, have a higher loyalty tier. Uh, and if I earn 1,000 over, which might just happen, if I can get these status credits from Singapore transferred, um, then I can gift them platinum. So that's a huge gift and it's much easier to maintain it than it is to earn it. Uh, so that's what I'm all about now is maintaining it. But to earn that platinum, I took the first few weeks of that year, I actually um, ended up cancelling a flight and I took the cancellation, copped the cancellation. I think it was like $80. And I rebooked my son because at the time it was double status credit. So I rebooked two flights, which seriously just we needed to tip over like 20 more points. Um, so that meant we got the the extra points that we need, uh, the extra credits that we need. Sorry. So the difference is you earn points when you fly and the points can be contributed towards um, flights or to buying hotels or putting towards products. Um, but the credits are what gets you the status. And I'm not just saying status so it sounds fancy. I'm talking status, as I said, it means there's certain benefits. And so the benefits I have as a platinum is that I get access to the lounge I get four complimentary upgrades a year to business class if I do a flexi fare. I think they actually changed that, actually. I've got to follow that up. 
Yes, I've got to change to follow that. You get to upgrade from business, even from economy, um, which is pretty cool. Um, I've got some extra lounge passes that I earned. You also get complimentary car hire membership. So you get either Privilege Elite um, with Europe Car or you can get it with Hertz. So I went with Europe Car and it means when I um, when I go and hire a car now, they just upgrade me for free. I'm also a complimentary hotel. Um, you can be a complimentary hotel member uh, for the Hilton Honours or the IHG membership. So I keep meaning to join one of those. I thought I had. But anyway, that's a pretty cool benefit. Um, the other things for the status are um, yeah, being able to gift the um, account. Um, I get to be, yeah, I'm just going to see what else I've got. So in for red, you get you just get your points. For silver, you get 50% more points. For gold, you get 75% more points. But for platinum, I get 100% more points. The four complementary upgrades. One of the biggest, biggest advantages I have is flying ahead. So you get to fly ahead. So I can fly ahead on an earlier flight. If I turn up at the airport and my flight's at 8 p.m., I can fly any time throughout that day if they can get me on a flight, which has been a huge bonus. Um, you also get priority. So if everybody's got to be moved from your flight, they will move the platinum people first. They will move the first class, business class, platinum people first. Um, I've also had, I get uh, twice the amount of luggage. Uh, so I, for free, so that saves me money. I get free economy X upgrades. So I get to be in the bigger seat area. Um, if my husband and son are traveling with me, I can give them all of the benefits. They get the lounge access, they get the, um, the economy X if I book it through mine and they get to fly ahead with me. So the other week we flew and we were meant to be flying at 7 p.m. And I called up and they moved us to the 4 p.m. free. So, you know, to move your flight is a minimum of $35 usually and uh, you usually have to pay the flight difference as well. But because of my fly ahead with Platinum, I get to move. So they're the huge perks I get. This is so why I love being my frequent flyer status now and why I have been loyal to this airline. Um, as I said, flying Air Canada, we got points. Uh, Singapore, we did get the points, but going to Chris Fly has been a little bit annoying and having to chase them. So I've been a bit frustrated with that and it does make me sort of question whether that's the best airline for us to fly with. It uh, just depends on the destination though. So, um, yeah. Want someone that will hound you until you do the things that you need to do and absolutely stand there and support you 100%? It is no doubt in my mind that it is Miss Emma Lovell. Anyone that has M in their corner does better. She'll be your biggest cheerleader. Whatever she touches and creates is just magical. Two things about M: She is extremely generous with her knowledge and expertise. And the second thing is that she will hold you accountable long after your in-person experience, which is great. If you're not working with M, what the hell are you doing? But also that lounge access, people are like, oh, lounge access, whatever. The only people who say that are people who've never experienced it or the people who have had it for a long time and don't realise what it's like to no longer have it. Especially with a child, a toddler who doesn't know what they want to eat, having a quiet space where you can leave your bags, you can put your bags down safely, you've got, you've got places to charge your devices and you've got ample access to food, um, that is just a huge benefit. I think we, we save 
minimum $100 every time because to, for us to go and buy food for three of us in an airport, uh, food and drinks, it, it costs a lot. So it's a huge saving. And especially on that Singapore leg, flying into Singapore, having a place to go for a few hours, it just makes it so much more comfortable and relaxing. I know how to spend my time. Sometimes you're like, I don't know what am I going to do in the airport? Where am I going to go? Should I go here? Probably save myself money from shopping because I go straight to the lounge. I don't go shopping. If you enjoy that, that's fine. But um, that's something that has been a huge benefit for me. And as someone, you know, again, talking about the status, as someone who's flown a hell of a lot, I have put, I can't even, I can probably tell you some of the flights I've done and we can average it out. Um, how much money I have spent on airlines and flights, you know, I deserve the frequent flyer status. I deserve it. I've worked for it. And as I'm about to tell you, I and as you've heard already, I had to play it smart. I had to go and do the calculations. We've had to set up the family pooling. We set up all the accounts. I've had to, for Singapore, and I don't have to, I get to, I know that as well. It's not forced. But in order to earn these privileges, you have to do steps. So I had to set up my son and husband with their Singapore Airlines accounts. I've had to follow up to make sure that they've got them. We did the family pooling. I track the credits and where they're up to. I do the calculations on whether it's worth um, us paying the money or using the points. I think you might be listening to this and thinking that takes a lot of effort. I, it's something that's almost ingrained in me now that I just do it automatically. I think planning travel is also fun for me. But it is something that, you know, you might consider as your mental load. And I know when you're setting it up from scratch, it can be challenging. So I got some clients onto um, one of the biggest hacks and the biggest wins, and I'll start to go through these points, is um, having, if you choose to use a credit card or any bank system, so we use Virgin Money because they have a points earning system. So Virgin Money, just our normal everyday account, family account, we earn points for spending through that. Um so we set that up because of that. My husband, we changed his credit card so that he's now with Citibank because it is a points earning credit card for the um, frequent flyer points. But the biggest one that's been helped for me was I signed on to Amex and I had a 100,000 sign-on bonus. So 100,000 points is huge. That's at least three return flights to Sydney. Um that's a big saving. I can tell you how much they cost. So that's at least a $600 saving that you got for free. There is an annual card fee of $250, but the card fee was waived for the first year. And then Amex is one of the highest point earners. So basically it's dollar for dollar. So every month I'm getting, and there would be bonuses as well. Sometimes you get more points um, with certain companies um, and they tend to tell you that. So you can keep an eye on that too. But I'm earning probably average like 10,000 points a month. For a client, you know, some of my clients who have million dollars businesses, their spend a month could be like $100,000 or $200,000. Um, so that's a lot of points. Um, my client basically flew to Singapore for free because of that. Um, the challenge with credit cards is obviously if you don't pay them up on time, then you pay interest. The other thing is there's um, an awesome system that I've been using thanks to Katrina Mercado, who also talks a lot about frequent flyer points. Uh, she's an incredible marketing expert and speaker, and she does a lot about frequent flyers because she is using it for her own benefit too. And her system is that basically she spends full price in the business, even on travel, so that she can have points to use for personal travel. 
I mostly use mine for personal travel to help my husband and my son fly for free and reduce our costs. So the business tends to pay for me to fly. Um, and then personal trips, we can use the points. That's how I try to work it. But sometimes like, you know what, I need some cash flow. I don't want to spend money where I don't have to. I'll use the points instead. But Katrina got me onto pay.com.au. So the problem with Amex and also just some invoices and businesses, they won't allow you to pay um, credit card. And so then you don't get the opportunity to earn points. Um, so I use pay.com.au and can actually have the chance to double your points, um, but you do pay a fee. So maybe at some point I'll sit down and do the math on that and work out maybe the free flights uh, and the points that I get are not worth the fees that I pay or it swings and roundabouts. Um, right now it helps and it's a benefit. And so I choose to do it. But just thinking, keeping that in mind, I just want to be fully transparent that, yes, there might be fees associated with um, using credit card. There is a – Amex probably has one of the highest surcharges. It's not as high as it used to be, but um, just having that in mind. But basically with my husband – he just now puts everything on the credit card and uses cash to pay off the credit card. And so we're just earning points for our daily, daily spend. We hope to change my personal credit card too as well to a um a frequent flyer point earning one. But currently I have a card that's through Combank and it's all there. So I use that for Myers points and buying things there. Um, but again, I use them. It's like I need something from Maya. I bought a um mask and you would have so many points this is such a um a money leak you would have so many if you went and looked into it points that you're probably not getting or wasting um or just letting sit there that you could be using for things so i didn't realize that my myers points were that um combank awards could be used at maya um i was really annoyed because combank used to be associated with virgin and they're not anymore but I went in there one day and I realized I had like $300 worth of points. And so we ended up buying our air fryer. <laughs> you know, we got an air fryer for free because we used it on points, um, got points for it. So um, there's, yeah, there's some cool things that you can do with that. So just keep an eye out um, and look up where you could be um, earning points and where you could be um, saving, you know, making savings on those things. So Yes. So let me talk about how you earn points. So obviously um, I said one of the best things is getting your status higher because you earn more points straight away. So I earn more points simply by being a platinum member. I earn double points when I fly. So if we are to, like I said, use points to purchase tickets, it's much better to use points um, for my husband and son because I don't earn as many points and to pay full fare for me. Um, then you can, so earning points for flying, that's a great way to earn points. One of our number one is um, the next one, the biggest one for us is credit cards um, or our money account systems. We then also earn points through our flybys. So flybys is a big one, um, shopping at Coles, but also shopping at some of their partners like Kmart and things like that. Um, just simply scanning the card at the start of the shop, something I you didn't used to do, but having your cards, you know, you can have your flybys card on your phone makes a world of difference. And basically once a week I get, um, once a week or every second week, <laughs> excuse me, I get about 500 points transferred to me from um, my husband um, just doing our daily shopping. And he's been really great as well. He's taken on that lead. He goes to um, and looks at the flybys email 
And so he's like, you know what, we need a cat food. And if we buy this type of cat food, we get 500 points extra. Or he needed some new skincare. He's like, okay, um, if I buy this type of skincare, I get 1,600 points. So I don't adv- advocate for just going and looking at the flyby and going, ooh, we're going to buy all this stuff. It's just like if you could buy this bread instead of this bread or this milk instead of this milk if you're not um, super precious about brands. That's been a really great way for us to just get points for doing what we're doing anyway. Um, Having a business account. So I don't know if you knew, but through Virgin and through Qantas, you can have a business account. So I earn, I actually double earn, you double dip. I earn points um, every time we book flights. I book it with my um, company, my business number. I get points for dollar spend. So if I spend $300 on flights, I get 300 points. And when you get over 5,000 points, it'll transfer to your account. Um, what you can do as well is you can have like, so I have people in my team, so I can then put them onto my business team. And whenever they book flights, I earn points through them as well. Um what was awesome too is they had a special, which I didn't realize I sent it to my client, but I didn't send it to me, where if you booked a certain amount of flights or you booked spent had a certain amount of spend through this period, you got some bonuses. So I actually didn't accidentally met the criteria. And I ended up earning getting to give gold to one of my team members. Uh, so um, I actually have my mum sometimes doing work in my business. So I gave gold to her, which was a really nice thing to be able to do. And um, I got 20,000 points bonus, which again, it's a couple of flights. It's amazing for doing not much, just doing just, I didn't pay attention, but when you do pay attention to those special offers, just booking something that you're going to book anyway. I'm not saying go and book seven flights to Cairns. I'm saying, I know that I've got to fly to Sydney in February. I know that I've got to fly to Melbourne in March. I know that I've got to fly to um, Noosa in September. Why don't I book those flights now and earn the status credits or the points bonus for doing that? 7-Eleven has been a great one for us. So um, 7-Eleven, it's not, well, I say it's not a huge amount. I mean, every week we have to buy petrol um, and that could be between $50 to $80. For some people it's $150. You know, that's another set of points. And they had a thing where like you first, you got like 500 points for doing it at the start. And again, you get a lot of sign-on bonuses for these things. And then just going to their websites, go to Virgin's website or Qantas' website and choose, um, just see who their partners are. So see where you could shop um, instead. So if you're, you know, we shop at Liquorland instead of BWS because Liquorland is flybys. So just some of those small decisions that are, it's just a switch. It's just a switch. We don't think about it now. We just, we just shop at Coles and scan our card. It's not a thing that we think about all the time. My husband has a quick glance at the email, you know, Every time I book a flight, I put my business number in. Like the setup might take a little bit of time, but now they're just habits. And these habit stacking has got us to earn huge amounts of points and save big. Like I would love to go back through, and I was having a little look yesterday, just how many points I've earned this year, how much I've saved. It cost me only $100 to fly to the Business Chicks Conference in Queenstown. It should have cost me $750. I then went to change my flight. It should have cost me... um, $70 $70 to change it, it cost me three and a half thousand points. So it cost me zero. You know, making those savings and feeling like I'm getting those benefits as I go has been a huge, huge win. The other big hack that I've learned, and I haven't had the chance to use it yet, but I'm really excited to in the future, and which is where I said I might end up starting to save those um, Singapore Airlines points in Singapore, is um, that when you um, 
instead of using your points to buy an airfare, you're actually better off buying an international airfare economy and then using points to upgrade. It spreads the points further. Just like with the hotels, and I had a bunch of points for Qantas and I was actually going and looking for my dad and I went and looked on there for him for hotels and ended up finding out there was a hotel, the same hotel we were staying at. We could do points plus pay, use up my points. We didn't need them. Plus a little bit of pay. We got a $600 hotel for $100. You know, we got another hotel using Virgin points. Should have been $350 for an airport hotel. I paid $100. You know, that's a big helpful savings. The points plus pay is a lot better use of the points. You don't use as many points and you don't spend as much cash. Um, and they, Qantas were actually doing a thing where they were like, it's 30% saving if you use the points plus pay. So if you do all points, you'll actually have to waste or use a lot more points just to get that spend. This episode's been long. There's a lot to say. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, I think, it, I think it's worth it. And it took me a long time to see the benefit. Um, but once I started, and like I said, I have had so many cool benefits. Like I would never, I would not pay. I would not do the paying instead of having my friend's buddy account. Like that was huge, huge win for me. Um, but once I have been paying for my fares, um, it's it's been a huge help. And I, I tell you what, I feel really um, proud and honoured and grateful that I have earned platinum status by focusing on this, paying attention, and through my business and my business activities, um, I have been able to earn platinum status, which now benefits me and, and my family. It's not only benefited my husband and my son, it's benefited my mum with giving her gold and giving my brother potentially platinum that he gets for a whole year, him and his wife, because whenever they fly together, they both get to use the lounge. He can book the flights, you know, and earn those points, and he could actually maintain the, that level because of it. So my tips are to choose the airline partnership that you want to go with. If you're going to be Qantas, go full all in on Qantas and you can get credit cards that um, go towards Qantas. Or if you want to be to Virgin, that's fine. But choose an airline group and then think about their international partners too and focus on flying with them as well. Uh, be loyal. Keep an eye on your points and your status credits. My honest opinion is do not bank them up. Use them as you go. Um, and if you want to use uh, Katrina's advice, and I think it is wise advice, spend through the business, um, so pay through the business and then benefit um, with the points uh, for your personal travel. My husband and son, we went to Melbourne in May and we it would have cost us $800. It cost us $240 because I used the points. Uh, we got an upgrade on the car, you know, all these things because of the frequent flyers. Um, so just keep an eye on your status credits. Look at how much it's going to take. Do some calculations, a um, little bit of calculating, and then a little bit of changing habits, making sure you're shopping at and using the cards um, that all contribute to your points. I hope this has been helpful and I can't wait to hear um, 
that how you're going with your status levels and, you know, maybe see you in the lounge one day. <laughs> I'll be hanging out there. And, you know, the other really cool thing, the thing that I love is that with Virgin, I get to take three people into the lounge with me every time. And it's been really, really fun to travel to the airport and to be able to share that benefit and to share that perk with some of my lovely colleagues, clients and friends um, and treat them to that experience. Um, because I know it is a luxury. I know it is a perk. I know it is um very first world um, type of experience and not everybody will ever, will ever get to experience that. Um, so it's my joy to share that and, and to have that benefit. So yeah, that's how I travel. So one of, that's one of the reasons I'm able to travel so much is that I have hacked the frequent flyer system and I work it to my full advantage. If you'd like some more advice or you'd like me to help you to look at your um, frequent flyer, like where you're up to and how you can make it work for you and your family, um, you can book an hour of power session on that. I'm telling you on every episode, um, yeah, you can book an hour of power of coaching call and we can actually talk about that. I can coach you through how to set up the frequent flyer so it works best for you and your business and your family. Uh, I'd love to help you with that. That would be my honor. So check out the link in the show notes for that. And um, yeah, happy flying. Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live A Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram, emmalovell.au. The same as my website, but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation, and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.